Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. I'm your host, Rachel Gilbert, and today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Be sure you tune in on Wednesdays for special guest interviews. Our series this month is called Finish Strong. And the first week I shared a funny story about how my marathon coach taught me the value of RPE, which is also known as Rate of Perceived Exertion. And he did this so I could finish my race strong. If you missed that episode, please go back and listen as it laid the foundation for this series. And just to recap, we are not talking about rate of perceived exertion in this series. Instead, we're talking about a spiritual RPE. And this time, the RPE stands for Rejoice, Pray and Practice, and Embrace. And we have covered the rejoice, the pray, and the practice. And this week, we're finishing with Embrace. Now, again, if you listen to that first episode, you might remember how I shared that my coach, he moved me to a slower running group so I could succeed. And this line of thinking, it's backwards from what we're taught in culture, because if you look at it from a very young age, we're sent messages. They're not always verbal messages, but cues and even just the lifestyle in which we live from a young age, we're sent these messages. You need to run faster, do more, and go farther. And I'm not just talking about physical races. I'm just talking about life goals. And while dreaming big is from God, that's a good thing to have these big goals and to have hope for the future. How we get there is up to him. See, my goal when I did that marathon, it was to finish it, not to win a trophy. And I want to bring us back to Philippians, where we've been in this whole series, Philippians 4, because Paul's reminder to us is in finishing our race by embracing every situation and season. Let me read to you his words. Here's what he says in Philippians 4, verses 11 and 12. I have learned in whatever situation, I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. And before I dive into and kind of unpack everything he just said there, I want to remind you of this. Just right after, the verse right after he just said all these things to us. Here comes the verse that we've all recited. You will own at least one mug with this verse on it. And it's Philippians 4, 13. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Some versions say I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Here's why this is so important. Because this verse is so much more than a cute coffee mug inspiration. It is a reminder that our spiritual RPE empowers us to receive the strength we need in Christ to keep moving forward. I love how Paul said he's learned the secret. He calls it a secret. Isn't that interesting? Of facing plenty 
meaning he's got plenty. Like consider it in the here and the now. For us, that would mean you have a, a pantry that's fully stocked and you have more than enough money in your bank account that you can kind of just decide, what do we want? Where would we like to go for vacation? I don't know. You see something cute? Oh, I'll buy that. You see somebody in need? Hey, no problem. I've got plenty. I'll give you some. All right. That's talking about monetary plenty. But I think he's also referring to other ways of plenty. Plenty of friends, right? He's like, oh, man, I'm just surrounded by people who love me and my health. It's great. Like, like that's the plenty he's talking about here. Not just money. That is one type of plenty, but the riches of life, right? But he goes on to say he also knows the opposite of that, the hunger, where you're not sure where your next meal will come from where you haven't had a deep, meaningful conversation with a friend in days, maybe months or even years. And I love that he calls this a secret because it is, it is a secret to be able to lean into, and, and I say it's a secret, really, he he's giving us the secret, right? Because he goes on to say, I can do all that, I'm able to, essentially he's wrapping that up when he comes into Philippians 4.13 when he says, the reason he was able to be content in all circumstances and all seasons was because I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I think so often we want to take this verse, pluck it out and use it in situations that are helpful, right? But it's in those hard seasons, it's in those hidden seasons where this verse really gets put to the test. Are we going to lean into the Lord when we have plenty? Because I don't know about you, sometimes if seasons of plenty where it's an easy and a, a light season, I can forget sometimes that, oh yeah, I need to lean into the Lord no matter what. Sometimes it's in those seasons where we don't have anything. And again, re reminding you, I'm not just talking about money things. I'm talking about just life where things are hard. But those are the seasons most often that will come in and will go, Lord, I need you. All right. And so I just want us to come back to, here's my wrapping up of this is that word embrace. All right. I want to leave you with this, that embracing helps us enjoy the now and it builds character for the future. Embracing these hidden seasons of little where we're lacking maybe, empowers us for the spotlight seasons of much. Because if you've noticed, yes, social media, but honestly, just life in general, we do, we highlight the much seasons. If you notice pictures that we see, yes, it's of beautiful things, it's of vacations, it's groups of friends, you know, or when you're with family members, we highlight the much seasons. But the seasons where we're hidden, the hard seasons, the seasons of that he referred to of not having much, right? Those seasons are the ones that really don't get much attention. But I want to encourage you, if you're in one of those hidden seasons, those hard seasons, look around and see what how you can embrace it. I'm not saying don't have hope for the future or want to go into a different season at all, but embrace it right now and learn the secret that Paul's referring to here. Because when we can learn the secret, it makes us unstoppable. Because see, the enemy knows that if he can get us into these seasons where we're going to just be sidelined, like freaking out because, oh my gosh, I'm in another one of these really hard seasons, he can take us out. 
And he can get us to stop on this race we're on. He can get us to believe maybe God's not good or that things aren't ever going to change for us or this is always going to be my season. And I just want to encourage you to take back that power that he's been given for far too long by going, hey, I've learned, just like Paul, I've learned to be content no matter what, no matter the circumstances. And, you know, I think I'm, I'm really seeing this whole embrace thing even more so as my kids get a little older. You know, um, our kids are, I've got two teens and one almost teen, so almost three teens right now. And I remember when they were toddlers and babies, you would have moms who come along and go, oh, you know, enjoy it while you can because they're going to be out of those diapers before you know it. And I remember thinking, yeah, that's easy for you to say because you're not the one changing the diaper at two in the morning and getting no sleep and, you know, just all the things when you're in that type of a season. And as they've gotten older, I now see, okay, they were right. Like, how are my babies now teenagers? This is crazy. And I have found myself doing more embracing, saying no to opportunities and, maybe letting some people down outside my family because I want to make sure I'm embracing the season I have with my teenagers because I know I'm going to blink and they're going to be moving out of my home. Honestly, though, I feel like this is something that only comes with life experience. When we start to get this perspective of seasons come and they go, We can't change that. You just look at outside, seasons come and they go. Well, unless you live in Texas, summer refuses to leave, but there's that. Anyhow, they do though. It's just part of life. We can't keep the seasons from stopping the coming and going, but we can change our response to them. Are we going to have seasons that are maybe a little more favorite than others? Absolutely. Absolutely. But we can learn to embrace whatever each season brings. I know that that's so much easier said than done, especially if you're listening today and you're going, Rachel, you don't understand. I've been in this season for so long, I can't even remember another type of season. And my friend, I just want to tell you, first of all, I'm so sorry that you're in that still, but I also want to encourage you that the Lord sees you and that his viewpoint of your life is so much bigger. His thoughts are so much higher. He is trustworthy. Lean into him today. So I want you to do that as we process. And I just have a couple questions for you that you can reflect on. And it's, um, what do I need to embrace in this season? And then, am I content in every circumstance? And again, I don't expect that to be an easy answer. That's one that I still, I'm, I'm recording this and I have some areas in my life that I'm like, oh, I don't want to be content, blah, right? Because I know that this goes against what we're taught. We're taught that if you're not liking your circumstance, get out there and change it. Um, but then I have to come back to what he said here in Philippians. I've learned in whatever situation I am to be content. That's biblical. All right. So I do have a challenge this week. So I want to recap some of our challenges for this series. Week one, I wanted you to practice rejoicing at least once a day. Week two, practice prayer, especially when your thoughts were not focused on what was true and worthy of praise. And week three, I want you, and that's this week, embrace the now moments. All right. Choose people over projects. Embrace and ask the Lord in each day, Lord, 
what in this day would you like me to embrace and be fully present for? Well, let me pray. Father, I thank you for every single person who's sitting under the sound of my voice. Thank you for your teachings from your word that bring us back to the truth. Thank you for this reminder in Philippians that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And it's in us learning these secrets, these secrets that Paul shared with us of success, and that is being content in every situation, in every circumstance. May we be believers who exude that, that that's actually something that sets us apart, that people notice, huh, no matter what you're going through, you don't lose your joy. You don't lose your peace. Your circumstances don't rock the boat for you. May that be what sets us apart, Lord. May that be what sets us apart. I do pray for the listener today who is in a very hard, dark season. Jesus, do what only you can do and draw near to the brokenhearted. Lift them up out of the pit and set them on solid ground. Send them the help that they need, the resources they need. May those who are listening who are in a season of abundance, may they be givers. Give of their time, their money, their resources, their energy. And may those who are listening to this and who are in that season of need, who are lacking, who are hungry, uh, provide everything they need according to your glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Well, you know, I hope you enjoyed this series. I really enjoyed recording it. Um, I'm not sure yet what the next series is. I'll be sure to announce it as soon as I've got it. I try to just listen to where the Holy Spirit's taken us. And I want to just know, I want to hear from you. What did you love about this series? What did God say to you? Um, How are you running your race with endurance? We want to hear these things. You can, obviously, leaving the review is the best way to do that because then I get to see that review and it helps me, encourages me and helps me plan for future episodes as well. And then it also introduces other potential listeners to the podcast. So it's just a win-win all around. And of course, you can always find me on Instagram. I'm at Rachel J. Gilbert over there. And I do hope you're signed up for my monthly newsletter. It's not your grandma's newsletter. It only goes out once a month. I'm actually about to hit send on it right now for October, if you're listening to this later. Sorry about that. But I try to just provide the best content that I can there. And I understand we all get so many emails. So I only send it once a month. It's a little personal note for me. It's some of my favorite finds. I give you some updates about the podcast and some therapy resources. So I definitely try to make it worth your while. So if you're not signed up for that, just go to my website, rachelgilbert.com, hit the freebies tab, and you can sign up right there. All right. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode. And I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.